Hi everyone, welcome back to another week of With Love Alexa.、Um, today I'm going to be talking to Leah Party, a confidence coach, blogger, podcaster, and face of her brand, Candid Confidence. We're going to be talking about all about leaving self doubt and overthinking in the past, and I'm really excited to have her on and learn more about her.、Um, and here she is. Hi, Leah. Hey, Alexa. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. So excited. I know. I am too. I love learning about like, new people and like, their stories. Hello. Hey, it's cutting out really bad. Oh, um, okay. We're gonna, we can just keep like, trying and seeing, and then they'll figure, we'll figure it out. But,、um, so. When did you, or I love your mission and like what, what you're all about,、um, the candid confidence and all about like leaving self doubt in the workplace and just in life in general. Did,、um, how did you, did, were you someone that felt a lot of self doubt at first, or were you always kind of the one always helping others to feel confident growing up? Yeah, so I really did struggle with self doubt a lot growing up, and that was part of the reason why I found so much passion in my mission now. So, I guess where I can kind of start is、um, I was homeschooled until eighth grade. So, in eighth grade, I went to public school for the first time, and I was kind of the weird girl. I didn't really have any friends, and I like, didn't understand like, social norms. I didn't dress like the other people dressed. So, That was my first experience of holy crap, just dealing with a ton of like rejection and sitting by myself at lunch and the whole nine yards.、Aww. So I kind of felt that I, I overcame it in high school. I actually had a lot of friends and fit in pretty well,、um, but I kind of dealt with the typical insecurities, right? Like boyfriends that cheated on me and just like a lot of insecurities with that. So I would say it was kind of pretty, pretty standard stuff、uh, moving forward, but In, even up until college, I was deathly afraid of public speaking, which is so funny now because of what I do. But I was, it was my biggest fear. Like, number one biggest fear was public speaking. So, yeah, I definitely had a lot of self doubt. And up until I started my career、um, post college, where I really started getting into sales,、um, that was what I did a lot of the time after college. And I started getting into personal development. So I started reading about personal development and kind of diving into that world. And that's when I started kind of growing my confidence and learning some of the tips and tricks that I now teach. But yeah, I definitely struggled a lot with it growing up. I think most people do. Most people deal with it their entire lives. So definitely was a struggle、uh, up until the past couple years, really. And then, I mean, that's good though. Like you're, you're growing now and you're doing. Things that you never thought you would do. Like, I'm the same way.、Um, I used to hate public speaking, also. And any kind of, I'd be like terrified like, to give a speech or anything. And now it's like, I love it. Did,、um, what, what type of. So, you were in sales, you said, before、um, starting this one, right? Are you there? Yeah, I, I, it keeps cutting out.、Um, 
Um, okay, I don't know. It might be like the, it might be your phone for whatever reason. But um, what were you in sales before you were? Were you in sales before you started this business? That was right. That's what you said. Yeah, yeah. So um, I have been in sales about four and a half years in corporate sales. I started out in kind of an entry level sales job. Um, just it was like a business to business. Really, a lot of rejection handling, and that's when I really started learning how to grow my confidence because. It was just every single day getting, you know, doors shut in your face, um, getting hung up on on the phone. So sales was a really great introduction to how to grow confidence. And then really when I started having a passion for the entire realm of teaching confidence growth, I became a sales manager. And so a huge part of my job was teaching people how to overcome the insecurities of, of the daily sales grind, basically. But I was coaching people every single day on how to overcome those insecurities, how to deal with self-doubt, which is a huge part of sales. So that was what I was doing every single day. Um, and um, that was when I was like, okay, I need to teach this to more people. I felt like I kind of cracked the code on how to bust through some of those blocks with confidence. And so that was when about a year ago I started teaching it to people, teaching people what I knew, and I really just had a passion inside of me to show people how they could get through um, some of those self-doubts. That's amazing. Like, I might have to take your class cause, or because <laughs> it's like, even though, like, I'm learning and stuff, I'm still, like, I always get nervous about everything, I've realized. Like, I'm just always nervous that, like, something's not going to go right, and I think that's, like, that self-doubt. Yeah. Or that, like, I sound weird or... Because I normally don't like listening to my own voice, even though I like recording. So, when you, like, first started your business, um, was it more, like, the speaking part? Or did you have, like, the blog first? Or or was it your coaching? Yeah, so I started a blog first, and I was not really intending to make a business out of it. I just wanted to share what I was learning, share what I knew, and it just kind of started building from there. So I started getting some interest off, you know, I had an Instagram page, and I started having an interest in coaching people um, as a life coach. So that's kind of where I started the business at. I then started the podcast, and everything just kind of grew from there. But definitely it started as a blog, and it just kind of, uh, I would say maybe a little little less than a year ago, I was like, okay, maybe I could actually make this into a business. Because uh, starting out, of course, it seems too good to be true. When meanwhile, there's so much opportunity in, in the online business space, but it's difficult to see it that way because, of course, starting anything new, I mean, I had a lot of self-doubt. I had to teach myself how to believe that I could even run a business like this. I didn't feel like that a year ago. So a lot of a lot of the past year has been doing the things that I teach on myself and teaching myself how to believe very, very strongly in myself and do each new thing. So like starting the podcast was really scary for me. And um, just each time there was something new, I was like, okay, I'm terrified, but like, let's do it anyways. And just doing a lot of different things every single day to hype myself up and get myself to like buy in that I even was able to do these things. It's like the saying, fake it till you make it. 
Exactly. But it's actually true. It's, um, it's really true if you think about it, because you never, like, there'll be days, like, you might not feel it, but then you still have to, like, go in to whatever you're doing, and you're, so you're basically just going to fake it, and eventually, like, helps, um, like, to pick you back up. Did you, so when you decided to become a, like a coach, did you have to take more classes or did you have to like do like any studying or was, how did you go about it? Yeah, so I went through a whole coaching certification program. It was a six month online program and I really liked it. I thought it was great. And that in addition to a mastermind that I joined, so I had like my own business coach to teach me kind of like how to grow the business side of things. That's pretty much how I learned everything. Uh, but for me, which was what was nice, was that it's so similar to what I did as a sales manager. It's very much parallel to it. So um, that really helped because I was used to already doing that stuff every single day, like in the coaching aspect. But I did get certified. You don't have to necessarily get certified. It's actually not a regulated industry, but definitely having classes to teach you what you need to do is, is super important. Yeah, I would, and I, you'd probably want to go to like a certified life coach versus just a life coach or like someone that says, because you don't know, at least you know that they had a little bit of like schooling or teaching or something. Um, when you were like starting all of this, did you have in your, did you have a lot of support from like friends and family or did a lot of people, anyone telling you that you shouldn't do it? Um, Leah? Yeah, okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that question. Okay, um, yeah, so I actually, like, was pretty lucky there. I had a lot of support from my family. I actually was raised by two people who run small businesses, so kind of had that entrepreneurial upbringing, and I really feel like it was kind of in my blood. I was the person who at 10 years old was babysitting for total strangers. I had like my own business with like business cards and flyers. Like I was out there like running a babysitting business, but always kind of had an entrepreneurial spirit. And the fact that my parents took that route versus more of a traditional route, they were pretty supportive. And then um, my husband too, I mean, he's just been so supportive of me this whole time, which I feel like easily there's probably a lot of husbands who are not as supportive and I do work with clients who are in those situations where they don't really have that support from their family. Um, definitely though, I think no matter who it is, there's always going to be the like, what are people thinking, really thinking like, what are my friends thinking of this? Am I annoying people on Instagram? Am I annoying people yep. on Facebook? So that's something that almost everyone has to work through. Um, and that's really just like knowing that is important, knowing that you're not the only one who's like out there, you know, feeling that way. Um, it really I means really imposter syndrome. So once you have the understanding that everyone kind of goes through a little bit of that, it makes it a lot easier because it's like, okay, I know <laughs> um, 
I know everyone feels this way when they're doing this. It's the natural part of it. We just want everyone to like us. We naturally want to be accepted. So I definitely went through a lot of that aspect of it and just kind of worked through it. But I feel like that actually was a good thing because now I'm helping people work through it and I know what they experience. So, yeah, that's great. Um, did you, what were, like, what are some of your favorite techniques that you've either learned um, through your classes or like taught yourself um, to kind of get through those like hard moments? Yeah, so my absolute favorite is journaling. Journaling is huge for me. I had never really heard of it until maybe about a year ago when I was really getting into all of the personal development, but I think it's just amazing because a couple different things that it does. So there's a connection with your brain when you're writing things down on paper by hand, and it helps you release things that are like the overthinking, like the swirling thoughts in your head that just never seem to leave, and it makes you have that overwhelm. Um, so getting that onto paper can be so relaxing, and it just helps you kind of clear your mind. And once you have more of that clarity, you can start to actually rewire your brain through uh, modalities like journaling um, and EFT tapping and affirmations, things like that. Um, I can't explain EFT for anyone who doesn't know. It's emotional freedom technique. So you can Google it. Uh, you can go on YouTube. There's a lot of videos. If you have an interest, look up Brad Yates. He's like the OG. Um, but it's basically, it's a system of tapping on the meridian points that would be used for, for um, acupuncture and while saying phrases. And it's it's like a, it's a long, it's been used for many, many years as a healing modality. Basically what it does is it helps you clear yourself energetically, helps clear the swirling thoughts in your head and then put new belief systems into your mind. So the entire process of everything that I do and that I teach for getting rid of self-doubt is really just clearing out the, I guess, like, <laughs> I almost said bullshit. I almost swore. I did swear. So hopefully this is okay, okay. on the podcast. <laughs> Don't worry. But getting rid of the limiting beliefs, clearing them out, like, forgetting that they exist, and then, you know, like, putting new beliefs into your mind. So through journaling, um, you can actually start to clear it and then start to put new beliefs into your mind by doing things like scripting, which is when you're just writing by hand, um, basically things that haven't happened yet that you want to happen, writing them as if they've already happened. So just like writing sentences and paragraphs about things that you would like to have happen, writing your affirmations down, writing things like, you know, everything always happens for me in perfect timing, writing all of the different things that you want to come true, that can help you start to uh, create those beliefs in your subconscious mind. So essentially, that's what I did really whenever I felt um, self-doubt about being a coach or being a podcaster or whatever the thing was. I just cleared the limiting beliefs through those two modalities and then spent time like saying affirmations out loud and writing them just to like basically manufacture new thoughts because once you do this work enough, you'll start to have those thoughts automatically. So it really takes it from a place of negative thoughts swirling in your mind a lot to positive thoughts coming up automatically. So it's really, really crazy. It, it works amazing. And I just wish everyone knew about this. So it's very exciting for me to be able to talk about it. And yeah, so that's basically the two biggest things I did to clear self-doubt. 
Well, those are like some really cool things. Like I was actually just talking to someone who's a meditation coach. Um, he was on like he'll, he's on another episode, and he was talking a lot about journaling um, as one of the options. Like he uses a lot. So I, th- I was thinking, I must be assigned to start journaling because I've been wanting to. <laughs> do you um, do you have any like big upcoming plans for your business this year, or like anything new you want to add, or? Yeah, so this year I'm really excited for a couple things. I'm going to be launching my first mastermind. So I learned a lot from being in a mastermind previously, and I'm really excited to host a mastermind for people who are running online businesses or network marketing. I think it's great to be with a group of people who are working towards similar goals because you kind of learn that everyone's going through the same things and you have like those super positive, supportive people in your life through it. So I'm excited for that. I'm also going to be teaching a meditation course. So it's going to be um, a two, two to three month program of an online meditation like group classes, as well as sending out meditations to the people in the program for weekly meditations. And I'm just so passionate about bringing that modality into, I guess, like the forefront of what people even know about, because I find that most people in, in our society don't even know that meditation is something that people even really do. So those are probably the two things I'm, I'm most excited about this year so far. Well, it sounds like you're doing a lot of really like great things. Um, and I'm kind of, I'm excited to like see where it all goes. What, um, we're going to be finishing up soon, but what are you, what has been your like best and like least, like your favorite and least favorite things about creating candid confidence oh could you repeat that yeah so what has like been your most favorite thing and your like least favorite about creating candid confidence i i don't i can't hear it oh sorry (laughs) what has been your um like favorite thing and your least favorite thing of the like creating your business? Um, oh my gosh, I don't even know if I have a least favorite thing. I, I think it's all great. And I think the reason that I feel like it's all great is because I do so much of the inner work. But any, any negative parts, I really just continually work to clear. Um, probably the podcast is my favorite thing that I do. I absolutely love podcasting and I love being a guest on other podcasts. That's probably been my favorite thing. I mean, I guess least favorite would be, like, doing the technical stuff. Like, web design, not a fan. Podcasts, like, um, editing, not a fan. So, doing the technical stuff um, is not my favorite. Definitely, like, I'm more into, like, content creation, speaking, teaching, kind of that more, like, physical aspect of it where I'm, I'm doing, like, what I'm most passionate about, writing, um, but yeah, sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't feel like, you know, creating a sales page and doing like the web design part. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, where can you be found for my, any, if any of my listeners want to find you? Yeah, so I'm mostly hanging out over on the gram. I'm at candid.confidence. So hop on over there. Um, and then my podcast is called the Candid, Candid Confidence Podcast. Those are the two places that you can find me most actively. 
and yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much um, for coming on today. Sorry about the yeah, technical side. It's you never know with technology or phone service or anything. Oh, it happens all the time. Well, <laughs> thanks, Alexa. Yeah, and I will um, post where you can be found in the description when the show comes out. Awesome. Thanks so much. That was another episode of With Love Alexa. Bye, guys.